0: hey, Ryan, we want to remind people that we have uh, created a LinkedIn group for the Digital Broker Podcast. Both Ryan and I monitor the comments and questions that are there. The episodes are posted there. Uh, Comment on a particular episode if there's something you didn't understand, something we didn't explain well enough, a question you might have. Uh, Go ahead and leave those comments there, and we'll, uh, we'll monitor those. We'll respond to those. And we may post our own questions to you um, oh, as you as you uh, go to the group. So, to join, you just go go into the search bar. It's on the top left of that LinkedIn screen. Uh, search for Digital Broker Podcast and and make sure you choose groups. And then uh, you'll need to request to join, and we'll uh, quickly uh, get that approved as fast as we can. And then you'll be part of that group and able to uh, interact with us, ask questions, and let us know what you think. And as we see stuff we'll give you a shout out like uh, Olivia
1: Smith. I think she's our like super fan, you know, but she had a great great comment on how to leverage data effectively and it's something that we'll we'll have a podcast on. But I think both you and I Steve, we want to have a community. You know, we don't want to be talking at people. We want to be talking with people. And this is a way that we can build that community. I'm all about collaboration. I feel like you have a collaborative spirit. That's why we get along so effectively. And we want to bring these agencies and these folks that want to help make it better into this space. And so that's what it's about. So I'll try to, 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 to post stuff in there, but please don't be afraid to, to post any questions, anything you want. You know, let's, let's make it really cool for 2019.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Indio Technologies. Indio software helps agencies save time and money by turning the application and renewal process into digitally enhanced online forms.
1: Take all your applications, put them into one electronic form, ha- send that electronic form to your client, and Indio software will populate back to all those applications.
0: Yeah, I'm going to add, um, I was just on the NetView income form, and somebody had asked a question about Indio, and current user uh, wrote this back. I just copied it out. We are using Indio and absolutely love it. It's a way of automating, managing, and streamlining the application process. Uh, so that's from an actual user. You can learn more about Indio and register for a one-on-one demo at www.useindio.com podcast. That's www.useindio.com podcast. Welcome to the Digital Broker Podcast with Steve Anderson and Ryan Deeds, where we help agents and brokers drive profitability through operational excellence. Hello, and welcome back to the Digital Broker Podcast. I'm Steve Anderson, uh, sitting across from my co-host Ryan Deeds as we're in the studio today. Uh, And uh, Ryan, today we want to talk about Well, do we even say goal setting, strategy, strategic planning? Strategic planning. It's probably strategic planning is probably the right phrase to use. And really, the question we want to explore a little bit is what is it? Does your organization do it? What are some of the different ways that it's done? How is it communicated back into staff? How often? So I just threw out all kinds of questions. So let's just start with in your experience you are seeing a lot more agencies uh, is strategic planning becoming a core part of of successful agencies
1: you know yes I, I definitely think that if you're successful today it's not because of happenstance right i mean you're you're having to make choices <laughs> that uh, from a multitude of options that are out there and you're going to have to have something to guide you what i think is interesting is you know, the, the different iterations that we've seen with strategic planning and how many different ways there are to go about it. And, you know, I believe that it is a very important aspect of, of an agency. Um, I also think that it can be done incorrectly. I think that, you know, you, you can try to do too much in a year. There's, there's a lack, sometimes you go to these strategic sessions, there's a bunch of stuff to do. And you leave feeling all jazzed up. And then three weeks later, you're back into the weeds and you're not really moving the stuff forward. And then you have another one a year later and kind of the same thing. And so, you know, what are the things that agencies need to do to, to make those purposeful? You know, do they have, in your opinion, you know, should I have an annual strategic meeting? How, How would your best case be for that? How do they kind of shape that?
0: It really does remind me of uh, one of the consulting processes I do. Um, I come into an agency and evaluate their current, you know, technology uh, productivity. Uh, it really is the focus there. And kind of the pre-work I have the agency do before I come in is, you know, have a lot of questions. Give me the infrastructure. What it, you know, how do you do things now? And one of the questions I always ask is please share a copy of your business plan, strategic plan, right, a couple of different ways we could call that. And frankly, I am shocked at how many agencies don't have that. I, I, I might separate that out a bit by agency size. It's, it, I think it seems to be the larger the organization, uh, the more likely they've got something written down. They need it, right? Because they have they, more people to align together. They have together. more Yeah. And frankly, their carriers are asking for it. They're, you know, if they want a new appointment, you know, what's your plan? Right. And so I think there's a lot more uh, pressure in terms of having at least something in place. Now, again, the question is, do I have something? That's the first step. And is it even relevant to the agency? Meaning, do I have it? I do the planning. I bring in a facilitator. or I spend a day off-site with my, you know, executive team, my management team. We come up with these great plans. Now what happens? Right. Is it
1: a feel-good moment or is it actually something that I'm going to drive into and embed into the culture? Correct.
0: Now, I think it's fairly common that those organizations that think strategically, what do we want to accomplish? Uh, You know, part of the... End goal, at least of that initial process, is a all hands meeting. Right, close down the office. Uh, and in the agency in Texas, I was in, uh, we uh, actually our office happened to be in an office building with a, a work comp carrier. So we would they had a large conference room that we could fit our I think twenty three people at the at at the time. And we would do a, you know, half day morning um, and go through the plan. Here's what we're going to, here's our goals. Here's, here's where we're focusing. And I remember one year, so this was in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and um, we had a personal lines book of business. Um, and strategically, um, the agency decided we are not going after personal lines. And in fact, what we didn't get rid of the book we had, but we actually turned it all over to a service center. Uh, because we had two people, two full-time people working that book of business, turned it over to a service center, cost two percent of commission, and then we didn't have to worry about it. But and the problem is in Texas, uh where we were certainly, a lot of hailstorms, a lot of property claims, hard to hard to place business. It just wasn't worth it. You know, so we really became strategically a ninety-eight percent commercial agency and we figured out how to refer. But that was communicated to the staff, here's where we're headed, here's why we're headed that way, here's what we see going forward, you know, et, et cetera. So, I think that's effective. The the question I always have is that's great. Now what happens the next week? Right, right. Or the next month, or the next. And so what I haven't seen very often is that plan Literally broken down into probably for me, uh, into quarters, into months, into weeks, into days. So, literally, what are the activities that need to happen today to move the agency forward or the department forward and and bring it? And and that becomes your action items because, as you well know, as everybody listening well knows, the crush of the urgent moves out the important things that need to get done if we're going to actually move our goal forward. So I think strategic planning is great. And, And I'm going to bring in kind of producers here, too, because certainly from a planning perspective, you know, producers typically in the fall, you know, are either asked or given, right, what their production goal is going to be for the following year again, without tracking of what's in your pipeline, what's your initial contact to appointment to proposal to close, what are all those ratios? And without knowing that, the producer and certainly the agency has no idea how many quality prospects are needed in order to actually meet the production goal, which probably comes out of the strategic plan for that year. You know, so the plan's one thing, but I think... As important, or more important, are all of the steps that have to take place in order for that plan to actually mean something to the organization. Because right. I, I think- feel like most agencies just kind of go, "Oh yeah, we have this plan," and they come into November or December at the end of the year, or whenever their fiscal year ends, and they go, "Huh, we're 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 not even close to our plan," and there's no visibility to it.
1: Right No, and I and I think that you're you're dead on with the the correlation to the producer planning, because so often, you know, you hit that, that third or fourth quarter and the, you say, Hey producer, what are you going to sell next year? And the producer says, well, about 150. And you say, well, historically you've only written 75 <laughs> for the last three years. Your retention has been in the low nineties, you know? So the, how are you, how are you getting to that point? You know? And so I think that just like with agencies, it's easy for us to create grandiose ideas without a frame of reference. Mm-hmm. But I do like to see strategic. I, I like to see almost like a three-year long-term strategy that says, "Hey, we're heading in this direction. This is where we, who we hope to be in three years," and then kind of an annual guiding uh, light for that, right?
0: You know, so let me ask, you know, three years or, you know, sometimes people say five year, you know, kind of a rolling plan, right? That's right. You 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 move forward. Can you even identify where you're going to be in five years? And, when, and here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking technology development. I'm thinking, you know, market changes, carrier changes.
1: I, it's like you said in that podcast though. you said, you know, we, there, there are hard trends and then there are soft trends, right? mm mm-hmm. And so from from my perspective, the agency, that three, five, whatever year plan is going to be tethered typically to some kind of growth figure, right? Hey, in, th- in three years, if we're sitting at 15 million in revenue, we want to be 23 million in revenue. the The one year is going to be the tactical things that we have to navigate around to continue on that trajectory. And obviously, if we say that we had one year of negative growth, well, we're going to have to true up that assumption, right? right? And no, I I think it's impossible for you to foresee the impact of a multitude of things, but you still have to have a goal in mind and have the dogged um, tenacity to be able to push through those changes and those challenges to be able to deal with that, to hit those goals. I mean, that's how I like to see it. I, I, I would not tether tactical application of of tasks and stuff like that in my three-year plan, but I would absolutely want to say my EBITDA needs to be here, net profit needs to be here, you know, our, our size needs to be here. Those kind of items I think can help drive that.
0: Yeah, and for those listening, the let me quickly explain kind of hard trends and soft trends. It actually comes from Daniel Burris and he's written three books. His latest book is called The Anticipatory Organization. And his whole premise is that you can predict the future uh, if you just look at it correctly. And uh, he calls hard trends those things that we know are going to happen. And uh, w- the easy one to pick out is demographics. So we know agency staff's getting older. Uh, we know we're going to be hiring younger people. We know that uh, age does make a difference and is changing. So we can project out actually pretty far what implications that might have. So, for example, we know agency staff is retiring uh, in larger numbers than ever. That means we're going to have to hire new people. That means we're going to have to have a training program and a hiring program. And how do we change in terms of right. expectations between millennials and now the Gen Zs that are coming up, right? All of those things w- are hard trends. We know that's going to happen. So we can actually plan for that. And your we reaction to can predict to that, the future. Right. right. And you right? can base strategy kind of
1: on those things that you know are happening, mm-hmm. right? You right. know we're going to go forward. And so um, I think there's a lot of nuance in there that you, that you can't determine right? Right.
0: Um, and then soft trends are things that we think might happen, but we don't know for sure. So soft trends, a lot around technology. What's a cell phone going to look like? What year will automated vehicles take over non-automated Correct. vehicles, right? We, we know at some point in time it's going to happen. That
1: will happen. Yeah. Well, we have no idea. And so, you know, if I'm an agency and I, and that's, that's 10 years away, I'm not making strategic moves today but I am rem- remaining cognizant and making sure that I'm not doing things to put me in a position where that that I wouldn't be able to meet those needs.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a great filter for agency executives, owners to to look at things. What what do we know is going to happen? Mm-hmm. And then what are we doing today to plan for that? You know, and again, average age of agency owners is older. You know, so retirement for them or transition uh, for the organization? Is it a buyout? Is it internal? Right. And we've talked a little bit about that in some other uh, episodes that we've done, but that's all part of the strategic. Guaranteed because
1: there's no, the current owner right now has some kind of trajectory, right? They have some kind of plan. Now that may be a 20 year plan, mm-hmm. maybe a five year plan. But that is pretty much that determines your overall strategy, right? If you've got a, tw- a person that's going to be in the agency pushing that for 20 20- – but those th- – so t- in my opinion, you know, that kind of knowledge today is strategized on all the time. We may not have formal processes to do that. Right. But, I mean, I think every agency principal that is buying out from another agency feels like they have a time frame that they have to enact some change to get stuff to happen.
0: You know. Yeah, I have a great example of that. Again, my experience in the agency in Texas when uh, I was initially talking, this was about 1991, talking with him it about it coming in as a producer and to help with some internal op- operations stuff. Jack Schreffler, one of the owners, you know, sat down, we talked, he said, my plan is to retire in 2000, so approximately 10 years. And I'm looking for people who can come in, build a book, mm-hmm. have the resources to be able, I mean, that's a 10-year Plan. But it takes that freaking long. It can take that yeah. long. And and Jack retired in two thousand. Yeah. I mean he had that plan. He built and every year worked toward what he needed to do to so to me that's a great example of looking strategically what do I want to do? What does the agency of or the organization want to do? And how are we going to get there?
1: Well and I like it because you know there there's rare times when the operations team can get together with the leadership, with the senior leadership have, have uncompressed time to be able to just focus on the business, right? We're in the business every day, but focusing on the business is always a challenge. And so, you know, I like agencies to take that time, um, at least as a first step and then iterate through their execution of that plan, right? Mm -hmm. Like the first time you do strategic planning, you probably, it's probably not as whiz bang as you think. You probably don't accomplish all the things. But seven years after you started that process, you get much better about what what's supposed to be there. But for the ops team to all hear from from leadership at the same point in time what direction to build that cohesion, I, I feel like that is just a critical refresh time. It also gives the operations team uh, a kind of a place to air any grievances that
0: they have. So you're removing excuses for lack of direction or lack of communication. Right, getting feedback so that, you know, it can't be, well, you decided that, I didn't. Absolutely. Right? And getting buy-in from the, the staff. And it's really part of building a culture within your organization um, that allows the organization and the individuals within it to, to move forward with whatever their plans uh, might be. Yeah, I see it as, you know, I see it. I
1: always think about that, that, and it's weird. We correlate things to war often in business, and I don't think it's fair. But in my mind, I see this, like, knight charging up a hill with a flag, and he sticks the flag in the ground, and all the soldiers know they have to get to the hill that's what strategy is, Mm -hmm. right? You're putting the flag in the ground. So everybody has a unified vision of where they need to go to. And I mean, that's just for some reason. I mean, the leaders that have resonated with me are ones that can articulate that vision effectively. And like you said, then can you break that down to the tactical steps, you know, to to accomplish that goal by the end of the year, what do I need to accomplish in Q1 and who's going to hold me accountable to that?
0: Correct. And I think that's a key piece. Mm -hmm. And those organizations that have a plan, right? That's that's certainly the first step. Uh, I think the next step, and and as important, is scheduled time to review. So I would say minimum quarterly. That's right. And I think that's a great and, point. And you mean, you're carve talking about out, step out a few, yeah. out, you know, is it a morning? I don't know what it is. Bring today. that team back together. Bring that team back together. Yeah. Where are we?
1: Yeah. No, what I did love we it.
0: say three months ago that we were going to accomplish by now? And have we done it? Right. And then if we haven't, because, and maybe it's some outside forces,
1: at least put, say, hey, we didn't accomplish X because of Y. And then at the end of the year,
0: you can start to have an understanding of well, and, where the project's going. Yeah. And for me, it's, you know, that initial plan is is not set in stone. No, it's got to be flexible. It can never be. It's got to be flexible. So if we go through the first quarter or the second quarter and go, you know what, we, we thought we could do this, but this has changed, that's changed. We we didn't understand this pro- – What you know, whatever it is that's affecting our ability to achieve those goals – and, and you get accountability, you get visibility in, for the organization, you get a clear message for the staff that we are serious about moving forward, and you're a key piece of helping us do that in this particular area. Especially if you can define that for, I mean, that's,
1: like, you know, I keep thinking about the speedometer on my car. It tells me how fast I'm going, it tells me if I'm, uh, you know, the speed the speed signs tell me if I'm going the right way. If you could provide that for your end users as they're walking through the building, hey, you're going at 65, we really would love you to get to 85, and that was aligned with our strategic goal. I mean, a strategic plan starts to provide that framework if you have operational managers that are going to take their tasks and break it down to their teams. And that's oftentimes I see it lost there, Yeah, right? right. Where you're trying to break down the individual contribution of X worker to drive Y goal. Yep, but that, in the best case scenario, that would be the thing. You'd have your strategic plan, you'd have your kind of unifying message with, with all your staff, and then they'd be able to come back to their desk and they would know exactly what they need to do in each time frame to move that
0: needle. And, and my, I think my, my personal clarity has gotten much better over the last few years is, is I've actually implemented a very, uh, I would call regimented goal setting and achievement process you know, so, you know, first, end of December, first of the year, I have personal goals mm-hmm. that are business and personal uh, goals, things that I want to achieve this year. Uh, so I I break those goals down. And then quarterly, I have some of those goals, I push off for a couple quarters, right, because I know I'm not going to be able to Do focus all on all of them right. at one time. And then um, that for me, so quarterly, and then it comes down to weekly. And so actually, I pick three what What I call uh the weekly big three, what are three t- things that I can get done this week that will move me f- mm-hmm. to move that goal closer?, yep. and then I break that down daily. so what are my daily big threes? so like today my one of them is hang hey, you know, on me be here right? Right. get That's these right. done, get them uh, you know get the uh, episodes out, so personally, I do that, but i I think organizationally it's as important. Um, to think about not just the big goals, but how are we going to break those down into Well, if every manageable. employee did that,
1: and I think that comes from years of failure to get stuff done. Oh, yeah, no right? question. I mean, that's yeah, the problem. I, I'm right? the world's
0: best procrastinator. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, and I have the
1: exact, I mean, I have a very similar process. You know, I let my, the New Year's, I have my goals set out. and My whole family kind of comes together. Even my dog has some goals. You know, I mean, <laughs> we really do. And you know, but it helps me as I go through the year and I can complete those things and it keeps me focused on the night when maybe I want to spend a little more time on Netflix and a little less time in coding. And so it just helps you keep focused. But I think that if, if you if every employee would take that mindset, like how do I get those top three things done? That's going to move the needle for the organization. And if the organization could help provide that, I mean,
0: golly, that would be such a wouldn't win. that be great. Because I, I love coming to work when I know what I have to get done. Right. And I measured against getting it done. Yeah, absolutely. So, again, clarity and accountability, and I know... And urgency. And and actually, honestly, what a great feeling to say, okay, these are the three most important things I needed to do today, and I could check them off. That's right. What a great feeling of accomplishment, knowing that that is one more step to what I need to do and what the organization needs to do. So... Strategy. It's important, right? It, it is. What's your
1: takeaway? What, what would be an uh, action item? So, I mean, I think I think if you are listening to this, then I think the question asked. So does your agency have uh, strategy meetings? If you're going to rank your strategic uh, vision and implementation on a zero to five scale, where would that be? How do they get better, you know? And I think that it is an important aspect uh, and who you bring into that and how you delegate that out. So I'm, I think that as you think through your strategic implementation, you said the key thing. Is it something that we do or is it something that we really believe in and make a part of our daily process? And cr- having that delineation in your mind, I think if you can if you can look at your agency and help them get it ingrained, that's the end kind of the takeaway.
0: I think that's a great. I think that's a great place to... Uh... End our conversation on this topic, Ryan. Always great to talk with you. Uh, And uh, let me just remind everyone, if you've got uh, questions or comments, we have a a group on LinkedIn called the Digital Broker Podcast where these uh, podcasts are posted and comments. um, Please uh, add them there. Uh, Ryan and I both uh, look at that, manage it, and we'll respond as soon as possible to... Any of your comments and questions, and if there are other topics you'd like us to cover, uh, go ahead and use that as uh, as the platform to uh, engage. I did want to give a shout out to Beth
1: at Dealey. She's one of our big fans, and she's been engaging awesomely on our, in our little LinkedIn area. So uh, please, you know, post up in there. We're trying to ask some questions to get some feedback, but we really appreciate all the support.
0: Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. This has been another episode of the Digital Broker Podcast with Steve Anderson and Ryan Deeds. Post your questions and comments at the Digital Broker Podcast's official LinkedIn group page. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review. This podcast is brought to you by Indio Technologies. Indio allows agencies to turn their application and renewal process into a fully digital, modern customer experience. The platform comes armed with a preloaded database of smart digital insurance forms and applications, an e-signature solution, auto-generated proposals, and secure document sharing. To learn more about Indio, go to www.useindio.com slash podcast. That's useindio.com slash podcast.